1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666.
0: Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Marco and I having a five minute conversation about what day today actually is. Wednesday. It's your Wednesday, but it's everybody else's Thursday well, or you, my Thursday,
2: right? But it's, right
0: now it's Thursday.
2: Technically it's Thursday, yeah. but for me, until you go to sleep and wake up for the next day, the day doesn't flip. So I'll see. you... I got you, here at seven thirty Wednesday night. Like if the day hasn't flipped. I'll see you later on tonight. Yeah, to me that's tomorrow. I still have to go home. We got to do. Th- I got to go to sleep. I got to take so the kids. Like the, I, this there's is another where I'm day. Confused.
0: There. Right. So. So for you, late. it's later today. Well, I mean, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Well, but it's technically later. It, I don't make the rules. I mean, the calendar is what it is. Today's January 19th, Thursday. Well, for
2: you, for me. <laughs> no, the calendar no, doesn't flip until everybody. I go to sleep. For,
0: for everybody. I'm not
2: worried about everybody else. I'm worried about me. When I go to sleep, when I wake up, my eyes open, your schedule, the day is switched. Your
0: schedule is just as weird as mine because you also come in. So, like, I do SNY Wednesday. Right, I'm still dressed and functioning like I went to work on Wednesday, but it is Thursday here.
2: Well, see, I don't know how you mentally make that flip. Me either. I'm confused.
0: You're confusing me. I'm
2: not trying to confuse anybody. You said tomorrow's Friday. I said for you, for you. So not for me.
0: Right, because when (laughs) I see you next, it will be my Friday. It'll be my Thursday night because this is Thursday's show. I am. I am done with radio Thursday at 5 a.m. in one hour, less than an hour. I am done with Thursday. Then I will be back tonight, which st- still, I guess, is Thursday, but I'm going to be on Friday morning. It's weird, man. I don't make the rules. Right. My So my weekend is Friday night and Saturday night. Correct. My
2: weekend is Saturday night and Sunday night. I come in Monday night, which is then your Tuesday.
0: Now I'm really confused. <laughs> And plus, I do the Sunday morning show now, so I don't even have a weekend anymore, do I? I don't know. I don't know what you do. Once M- we're me not, me neither. What once am we're I doing? not sitting next to each
2: other, Sal, I have no control of what you do, right, and so I, no, anyway, I don't mind it.
0: So anyway, you're going home for your Wednesday, Correct. which is really Thursday, for and you. I'll see you later on tonight for your Thursday and my Friday. Correct. You got it now for a football Friday. The perfect <laughs> parlay is coming up at at three forty tomorrow. Get home safe, Marco. While you were sleeping. Well, we did stuff like that. Check it out on the free Odyssey app. And we started the show talking about the Giants ahead, of course. You know, look, for me, and there are weeks in the baseball season where it's all about the Mets and the Yankees. Of course, we do that for months. The Giants have given us something special here where we can just focus on them solely. I know there's other stuff going on with the Jets and Nathaniel Hackett and whatever, the quarterback situation, the offensive coordinator, fine. The Mets and Tommy Pham, and we got into a little bit of that with the Mets and their DH situation, Yankees, Frankie Montas, whatever. But it's all right now about Saturday. Is it? Is it uh, Saturday yet? I mean, I know we're confused with the days, but just get me to Saturday night. Giants, Eagles, this is what we dream about. This is what we live for as sports fans because this is something you can't buy. You could buy tickets to the game you can't buy the game actually happening. And the fact that it hasn't happened in years, I mean, think about that. Six years a long time. And even longer than that since the last time the Giants won a playoff game, dating back to the Super Bowl, of course, which you talk talking about over 10 years ago. 10 years, that's a long time between playoff wins. Wild when you actually think about it. So the fact that we get to sit here this week and talk about Big Blue, whether you think they're going to win, what they need to do to win, Jalen Hurts, is he healthy enough? Daniel Jones, can he take his game to another level? Can Dable be stopped? Does he walk on water? Does he eat pizza with crust? Or cheesy crust? I don't know, whatever. I don't eat Pizza Hut. Are they a sponsor? I love Pizza Hut. But it's all about the Giants. Wild, you know, Wild card Weekend is great. Division round, even better. And beyond the Giants, I mean, you look at the Cowboys and Niners, what a matchup that is. So, I mean, you got two of the best games you could possibly have on Sunday following the Giants-Eagles Saturday night. What could top that. bills Bengals, and Niners-Cowboys. Yes, please. This is one of those, all right, honey, I'll be back soon. Give me a few more weeks. It's almost over. Hang in there. We've reached the end. But I need this one. I need this one. Saturday and Sunday. Daddy needs some alone time. Even the Chiefs-Jaguars, I mean, look, is it the most appealing matchup? No, but there's appeal there. A nice little appetizer for the main course. But what a weekend we have in store. And, you know, you talk about the division rivalry. You talk about the... Philadelphia-New York sports fan rivalry, it doesn't get much better than this. And the Giants with the chance to do something special. See, I love playing the role of the underdog. I love it. I love the underdog. And that, to me, is even more appealing about this matchup from a Giants perspective where you're going in there with basically nothing to lose. And I get that you don't want to lose the game. You get this close. You want to finish it off. You hate the Eagles, all that stuff. But the Eagles are the number one seed. They're coming off a bye. The Eagles are, you know what, seven-point favorite. They're supposed to win the game. They're home. And the Giants have an opportunity to make Philadelphia miserable. Oh, nothing better than to silence that crowd of Rabbit Eagles fans, nothing better than to walk out of there having them angry and frustrated that their season has ended at your expense. It will be one of the sweet victories if the Giants can pull this one off. They've had two of the more incredible runs that the sport has ever seen. If the Giants this year somehow are playing in the NFC Championship game, Not winning it, playing in it. If they are playing in the NFC Championship game this year, I think that would be the most shocking thing that I've seen in sports. And I was at Super Bowl forty-two, and I still don't believe it. Both those runs, hard to fathom. We've seen plenty of crazy things, shocking things in sports. If this team, think about it. This Giants team coming into this year. can get to the NFC Championship game, I don't think anybody could have written that script. 877-337-6666. Eric is calling from Ron Conkoma. Good morning, Eric.
3: Hey, Sal. Good morning.
0: You know, uh, (laughs) first off, you know, talking about the pizza,
3: I mean, you know, it's hard considering the the places that are near us. You know, there's uh, no way you're leaving any pizza left over. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, um, would you would you say <laughs> Little Vince is the best? I forget what you think in the area. Uh, I, I prefer Geno's myself, but
3: Little Vince ah, is okay. very good. I hate you know. Geno's. Uh, okay, well, uh, but that's, just that, but, yeah, yeah. that's just yeah, me. That's just right, me. but that's a personal opinion. i right. nothing wrong with that. So, but uh, <laughs> uh, but but I tell you, you know, j- j- I gotta speaking of pizza, I want to get to Tommy Fam in a second. But you know, I, I got I'm going to let you off the hook for something here though, okay? Because I'm going to allow you to Roof of the Giants this weekend, no matter what, because I have a friendly little offer for Brett, if he's listening, okay? I'm so convinced Giants are not winning the Super Bowl this year that I will offer a month's worth of pizza if if they end up winning the Super Bowl to Brett.
0: A month's worth of pizza? Are you sure you want to do pizza. that? Now, what does yeah. that mean, a month's worth of pizza? Like, what are we talking about? Who, what's a Every month? Every day of the month. Every no, day, day of the month? Every day of the month. Are you insane? I am insane. Yes, and I but think I'm he's insane too for thinking this. All right, I like it. I'm sure he'll take you okay. up on that. I'll broker a deal. I don't know if we could do that legally, but we can keep it off the air. Uh, you,
3: <laughs> you versus and this way, Brett, and this and this, right. and this way you can watch the game and Rupert the Giants. Okay, and you well, know, and this way you know everyone enjoys it, and then uh, all and all he has to do if they, if and when they, you know they don't win, okay. Is just come on the air and say he was wrong.
0: No, he's got to say more than that. He's he's got. I mean, I I think that might be hard enough to say. Yeah, that is a good (laughs) point. That is a good point. I want to hear him say. I I want to hear him say. This is Brett now talking. I was wrong, Sal. You are the king. You are the smartest. You are a brilliant man, and Eric too. Eric and Ron Konkama as well. That's what he has to say. That's the those are the that's the deal. Anything less than that, no deal.
3: sounds good. Okay. Uh, listen, Tommy Pham. Okay. Now I, I, like the move. I, I I watched, you know, you guys last night and, and I agree because I know they were giving you a hard time about, you know, the, uh, vocal back and all that stuff here. Here's the thing I don't like about the, the scenario with the DH. Okay. I'm tired of it. And, and, and this is why I wanted, uh, Escobar to be the DH, you know, if they were to get Correa, because he at least is a switch hitter. You know, you could have had, you know, him covering both sides and, and the ability to play in the field, you know. and well, when and you look do, at the you know,
0: drop-off from – forget the field for a second. When you look at the drop-off in the lineup where I thought they were getting Correa and they were going to move Escobar to DH, to me that is a – Stacked load, yeah, yeah, it's a stacked loaded yeah. lineup. There yeah, are no yeah. weaknesses in it. That's what a lineup should look like if you're trying to go out there and win a World Series and have the highest payroll in Major League Baseball. I'm not knocking the team. I still think they're very good. But you take yeah. Correa off it, Escobar is still there, and you're replacing Correa's spot with Daniel Vogelback. I'm sick yeah, right, of Vogelback. Right, I'm sorry, right. it's nothing personal. He's not. He's not good. What does he do, Vogelback? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And no, but I mean, but to your point, I mean, it's right. I mean, it it, did seem like he was trying to rush for the, I wouldn't say rush, but, you know, like lean towards getting on base, you know, more, you know, as far as walking more than, uh, right. He's looking for a a walk. It drives me
0: up a wall. Why is Daniel Vogelback, A guy who looks like he should be hitting 30 homers a year. Why is he looking for a walk? And then what does he do with it when he gets on base? That's great. He clogs up the base pass. I don't want somebody to go station to station. He can't be... Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't hit for power. He doesn't hit for a high average. He can't play position in the field, and he doesn't run well. What does he do? Oh, he walks. He draws walks. Great. I could find somebody else that could do other things as well that could draw walks.
3: Well, that's the that's the thing. It feels like more of a detriment, really, than a benefit. Uh, I mean, again, I haven't seen him for a whole season, and I get that, what you know, uh, Anthony McCarrow was saying. I, I get that, but still... Based on, I mean, we did see him for close to half a season, so it, it, I, I think that was enough of a litmus test. To He's a it, numbers yeah, guy. Yeah.
0: He's a guy yeah. that if you look at just the numbers, that you you'd be like, oh yeah, you know what? I like his numbers. Look at what he did against right-handed pitching and Fleagues and I, you know, go back and forth with this all the time. And I know that he was better than some of the other options that they got last year. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm look. I'm a baseball guy. I want to watch the games and I want to see a guy play baseball or not. I like Tommy Pham a lot. Because I think he's a solid baseball player. Well, is he great? Is he an all star? No, but he's a good ball player, and well, I like his mentality, I like his makeup. He's, he's a guy that might be able to hit you twenty home runs. I don't think Vogelback. Forget that. I don't think Scr- scratch that from the record. Daniel Vogelback is not a good baseball player. Fact. Yeah. Not my opinion. Fact.
3: Well, you, well, you know it's funny though, cause, I mean, uh, a numbers guy is not necessarily the same as results in my eyes. You know, re- results can be you know hitting with you know men in scoring position, hitting in in. in clutch situations you know i'd prefer someone who has that maybe with not as high of an average as opposed to someone who's got like an awesome on base percentage you know because that can mean you're getting on base all the time with no one on there i mean so yeah, the numbers that don't necessarily amount to uh you know proven ability uh is the way i see it so
0: yeah i just i hate to be picking on and thanks for the call eric appreciate checking in i know it sounds like um picking on Vogelback, I'm not picking on him. I just don't think he's any good. Again, I'd love somebody to tell me what he does on the baseball field without using numbers because you could ask me to tell you what somebody else does on the baseball field and I would never say, well, he hits 62 home runs. I'm going to tell you what they do. He's a power hitter. Guy plays excellent defense. He runs well. I'm not going to reference some meaningless garbage stat. So, again, I ask, what does Daniel Vogelback do? Bob is calling from Bayside. Hi, Bob.
4: Yes, yeah, Sal. As far as, far as uh, drawing walks, Joey Gallo, that, that was the Thank statement you. about him. He draws walks. Thank so you. Exactly. got rid of him. Right. Anyway. He's
0: another one. Horrible baseball player.
4: Yeah. By the way. Uh-
0: but at least at least with Gallo, he's supposed to hit for power. Like, you knew what his game was. I would never want him on my team the strikeouts, okay. the walk, whatever. But at least with Gallo, you know, you could put him in the outfield. He obviously plays the outfield. And they he hit with power. He had a very good All well, right, so, so you have that going for him, right. and he hits with power. That, that's two things that more than Vogelback does.
4: Yeah, Sal. On the common use of, of the English language, I'm, when you go on at 2 a.m., I'm calling, I say to my friend, I called Sal last night, uh, Wednesday night. I don't say I called Sal Thursday morning. Or-
0: so wait, so give, me, so give me this again now because you've got to slow it if down you- from here. You go on at 2 a.m., right? Right. So, well, 1 a.m. this morning. If I
4: say to a friend of mine uh, a week from now, I'm going to say last Wednesday night I called Sal. I don't say I called him Thursday.
0: Right, but technically it's Thursday morning.
4: Yeah, but in the common use of language. I I know, but
0: but it screws me up because (laughs) I had to get into a rhythm and routine of knowing that this is Thursday. So when I say, you know, taking your calls on this Thursday morning, like I'm trying to remind myself that it's not Wednesday night. It's technically Thursday morning. You're right. I think a lot of people feel like that. But now people are waking up three, four AM while you were sleeping. Yeah. You know, it's it's Thursday morning.
4: I'm calling you late Wednesday night. That's all I know. Yeah, anyway.
0: So you think this is Wednesday night too? <laughs> you and Marco were screwed up. It's Thursday. Yeah, technically you're right. But yeah.
4: in common use of the line right, I'm calling
0: it. Sal late Wednesday night. Right. Anyway.
4: Uh, uh, on pizza. Let me say one thing. Oh, here
0: we go. Yeah.
4: And hey, listen, we're from New York. I'm from the Bronx all my life. I could take you to 25 places today, Arthur Avenue, Morris Park, Pelham, and I could I could show you 25 great pizza. Every borough has great pizza. Long Island, uh, uh, Jersey has great. You know, this is the New York area. You, you know what I'm talking about. Well, there's bo- too
0: many. There's too many recommendations. And for the record, for those of you checking in, this came up. Because yesterday, actually, now I don't even know what day it is. Two days ago, Tuesday night, it was a topic on SNY off of the Sirianni comments with the Pizza Hut or whatever. So we JJ and I did a little thing on, and, and Eamon, uh McEnany of SNY, we did a little thing on the pizza, and now you know somebody watched it, and then we started talking about. It. That's how it came up. This, this one thing, thing, thing
4: I'll say about the Bronx: bigger slices than any other borough. Really? But, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me get to the game. The reason why the Giants have a shot is that in the last five, six games, they are playing very high-level football, and, and Philadelphia is not playing as good in the last month as they, as they were earlier. Agreed. And another big edge the Giants have is that if Lane Johnson, one of the best tackles in, in football, doesn't go, Thibodeau might have a feast. Thibodeau.
0: Thibodeau. Yeah, I mean, that is true, too, where you have Johnson banged up. Obviously, we know Hurts is not 100%. Now, I think both those guys are going to play, but you don't know how effective each will be with their lingering issues. Potentially. I'm just
4: pointing to a couple of positives versus negatives for Philadelphia. One, one thing about Daniel Jones, because I've been saying this for a year, I, I've said from a year ago, and you know, Sal, mm-hmm. I said he had all the tools, and all he needed was a little bit better offensive line for protection for more time. A better coaching staff. Uh, I mean, you got to admit Jason Garrett was a joke. As a, no creativity, no imagination, and 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 he needed a better running game. Of course, a, a quarterback if he has a good running game can put do play action off the running game. I and, and, and Barkley was not healthy last year.
0: I will give you the coaching. To me, that is, and I'm not saying that he wasn't helped out. And thank you for the call, Bob. As always, appreciate checking in. I'm not saying that a quarterback is not going to be better with a better running game. Of course, any quarterback is going to benefit from a better running game, from a better offensive line. Those are that, that to me is obvious. But watching Daniel Jones on his own, he was not the player that he is now under Brian Dable. The coaching in this regard has made all the difference in the world. That's why he's having this success. Yeah, it's nice that the Giants have a better offensive line and say Quan Barkley looks great, but this is not about them. It's about Daniel Jones. And those tools that you saw in Daniel Jones are starting now to be shown to a point where, I mean, he had a dominant, dominant performance on the road in the playoffs. They could not stop him. It was a one-man show in that first half. Said it yesterday, I'll say it again, I'll keep saying it. I think the greatest compliment you can pay any player is that the best games that he played were the last games that he played. And Daniel Jones' best two games of his career were the last two games. Oh, and by the way, they just happened to mean the most. The game against the Colts to get into the postseason, and then the Vikings in the postseason.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, Daniel Jones brings his team to the line.
2: In his first playoff start, he played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. <laughs>
0: on the fan. Add this to your New Year's resolutions. Win money in 2023 with Superbook Sports. Superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in Las Vegas, so you get the best odds anywhere as we head into the football playoffs. Plus, check out their special odds, boosts, and promotions at Superbook.com. Make 2023 the year when you win money from Vegas. Download the Superbook Sports app now and place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I was, um, I heard something that made me think of this. I don't know if it was a commercial with BT or something like that, but BT shot me a text actually last week, and then he followed up again this week in regards to some bike tour that he is captaining uh, for Boomer's Foundation. Which, on the surface, it sounds great, right? Like, I'm all for it, charity, and, you know, love to do whatever I could to help. But I'm like, all right, well, let me know exactly what is needed from me. Like, I'm not I'm not a, a biker. I don't know what's going on. I don't do these marathons. He's like, all right, well, we need a team of five, whatever. Him and Hoffman are doing it. Uh, Tiki may be in. So I appreciate him asking, number one. But then, number two, I'm trying to just gather... The details a little bit, and he says, All right, it's not a race, it's a tour. And I'm like, Okay, a tour. All right, I mean, you're losing me a little bit here, but then he hits me with the 40 miles. I'm assuming this is not a misprint 40 miles through five boroughs, and each person has to raise 1500 for charity. There's stops along the way. That's the general basis of it. Forty miles. What? So again, I got to follow up, but into, I didn't have the time to do it yesterday. But I got to follow up. I want to. I probably should do it right now, but he's sleeping, like most everybody else. Well, and that's depressing when I think of that reality. Anyway, uh, I want to hit him up and actually ask, like, dude, does this mean that I actually have to bike like forty miles? What bike am I on? Do I have to wear one of those silly? Cups and shorts, you know what I mean. Like you know, like the cyclists wear. No offense, if you're a cyclist out there, I respect you greatly. But it's just not my thing. I don't like the outfit. I don't like the. Bi- I mean, I, I'm. I'm like, I don't mind bike riding. You know, like a normal dude bike riding, not like a cycle dude bike riding. Big difference. Oh, you know spandex pants. Come on, man. Forty miles. I don't even want to drive forty miles. Anyway, I appreciate the invite. 877-337-6666. Corey's calling from Staten Island. What's up, Corey? Uh, hey, Sal,
5: uh Just a couple questions. I have two questions, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question, for this upcoming game versus the uh, Eagles, who do you think is more important for a win to come out with a win? Do you think it's Saquon or do you think it's Daniel Jones?
0: Great, great question. Uh, I really – look, the, the truth of it is, Corey, you can't have – uh, you can't win without both, playing at least at a decent level. I'm not saying Jones has to do what he did last week, but you have to have both. I mean, the Giants just aren't built otherwise. If I had to say who's more important, I'd still probably say Daniel Jones because he's the quarterback. Barkley, you know, there's only there's a limited amount he could do. I think he's got to be the focal point of the offense this week, Barkley, as opposed to Jones, but if you had to ask one, you know, Daniel Jones has the potential to make more mistakes than Barkley because he's going to have the ball in his hands more often. So I would say him.
5: Yeah, 100%. I agree. And like, I think this game is uh, huge for his upcoming contract. I know his agents are uh, shooting high on the price. I think he saw something where he said he wanted like $46 million. it for Stuff like that. I think it was just uh, something off Twitter, something like that. It was it was something in that in the Twitter sphere. You know what
0: I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm but sure it was the, legit. I know
5: they're shooting – I know they're shooting high, just hoping to get something, like, you know. Uh, My second question is, I listen to you all the time, I'm a a bartender out of the city, so when I come home, I'm always on the radio with you. Uh, This was a top uh, popular question tonight at the bar. Uh, Who do you think is better in basketball-wise, Allen Iverson or Dwayne Wade?
0: Um, I would probably say Iverson, and thank you for the call, Corey. Well, I know, they, they're different players. You're asking me, and thank you for the call, you're asking me which guy I think is better. Now, there's different ways to make that argument. Dwayne Ray. by the way, both these guys uh, happen to be two of my favorite players, Dwayne Wade and Allen Iverson, but uh, it's a, it's an impossible question. Which way are we asking it? Who do I think's um, a better teammate, a better winner? Who do I, if I'm starting a team right now and I can pick from the prime, which guy do I want? I don't know. I don't think you could go wrong either way, but I love AI. I mean, that was my guy. Love Iverson. I like D-Wade too, but I loved Iverson. I think Iverson's better. One on one? I mean, what are we looking at? Is that is that how you're judging this? That's a good bar argument, I guess. You know, sometimes I'm jealous of bartenders. What a life that must be. It's like people watching to the next level. Now, I don't really love a lot of people, but at times I think it could be entertaining. It's just a nice life. Going into the bar, serving people, generally people are happy there. You know, you got bouncers there in case anything gets out of control. Sports are always on. Hmm. You know, what's up with dry January, by the way? Is this like a thing? Because I've heard, quote, dry January at least 50 times this month already. And I didn't know it was a thing. And who are we fooling? What good is a dry January if you're going to get sloshed in February? Just do it in moderation. I haven't really been drinking since uh, August 27th myself. I got a little bit, uh, had a little too much out at City Field. Took a little nap in the Piazza Club. After that, I was like, you know what? Eh, I think we'll try to clean up a little bit. And I'm getting myself in shape, of course, ahead of my Aruba trip. So I've been trying to go dry for at least a few months here. It's a lifestyle change, but dry January for what? So you go ham on New Year's and leading up to, you know, the new year, holidays and all that stuff, and then just have a month with no drinks. There was somebody that I work with. Fleeg, are you you practicing uh, dry January? Is that even like, have you heard people reference this? I know what it is. It's not something I'm into. Actually, no, I was in Florida. Yeah, I I lost dry January very early. Yeah, I've I applied I might have even been when I was in Pasadena I yeah yeah right I You're forfeited trying, very very early all right I get it but people are trying and look I respect it I'm just saying I didn't, I never knew it was such a thing <clears throat> excuse me there was one person who will remain nameless that said they were doing dry January and this was told to me secondhand so I don't know how factual it is but I have no reason to believe it's not true but they said they were doing dry January. And instead of like going totally dry, they just cut back to four to seven drinks per week. And I'm like, what? What's a non dry month look like? That's a, you're trying to be dry and it's four to seven per week? To each his own, I guess. Anyway, I just, I never knew dry, I knew that people wanted to maybe, you know, clean things up for a month or get healthy after New Year's, you know, like that first day back at the gym. The gym was packed day after New Year's. Now, not so much. But I i never knew that it was an actual thing, and I just keep hearing it over and over dry, dry, dry. Joe is calling from Port Jeff. What's up, Joe?
6: Hey, Sal, how are you? How are you, Joe? Pretty good. Hey, listen, I, I just want to, I mean, you just reiterated it. What you said about 20 minutes ago, I've been a fan for 40 years, and I've been at every home game. And quite frankly, if they don't hand the ball off at least 20 times this weekend, it's over. I mean, you cannot have this kid run the ball 16, 17 times a game. And long-term sustainability, Sal, he's going to get killed out
0: there. They didn't even do it in the entire game against the Vikings. As you know, they dialed it back as they had to in the second half.
7: Absolutely.
6: I mean, I've watched him. Yeah, and listen, I'm proud of him. I think the scheme has been good. I think he's developing well. But I mean, the fans that think that, you know, I mean, and the way to beat the Giants, and, and, and here's the blueprint: is you make him throw the ball. And if he throws the ball, we have to drop him back 40 times this weekend. It's over. And I appreciate your time, Sal. Thank no, him. no it's problem. I,
0: I appreciate you, Joe, taking the time to call. Um, i I still want to see Daniel Jones continue to have success through the year. I don't think that that's a formula anymore. Now, that may be the best option that you have to try to slow down the Giants' offense or beat them, make Daniel Jones throw it, but he threw it to the tune of 300 yards. I mean, he threw it 35 times. And they beat Minnesota. Now, their bread and butter is running the football, and it's worked beautifully with the combination of Barkley and Daniel Jones. There's got to be a little bit better balance from Jones, and Barkley needs to carry the football 20, 25 times. Simple as that. This has got to be old school. Giants play that style anyway. Shorten the game up, chew the clock, drive the football, don't beat yourself. Saquon's got to be heavily involved. Yeah, he was heavily involved in the game plan, you know, out of the backfield as well, with five catches. His nine rushes were impactful. He's got to get the ball 20 times, minimum, minimum 20 times. I'd actually be surprised if he doesn't. And if he doesn't, it's going to be a problem. Not that Daniel Jones can't beat Philadelphia through the air, but against that defense, they've got to be able to run the ball with Saquon Barkley. Mitchell is calling from Fort Lee. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Sal. How are you? A few things. Number one, Sal, you uh, saw so you let me know if you need me to take
6: you and the family to, uh, to the airport for your big Aruba trip in uh beginning of February. That's number
0: one. Right. I will get back to okay, you on Mr. that. I, I'll, I'll just shoot you a text because I have to get okay. – I have, honestly, outside of talking about it and, like, dreaming about me going, I have not given it any thought yet as far okay. as the planning, the timing, the packing, none of that stuff yet. I haven't had time.
6: Okay, okay, number, okay number two. Just get into uh, one thing about pizza, and I'll get to the if you do it mind. If you want a great pizza place in New York City, it's called an Italian Village – it's on First Avenue on 77th Street. A great pizza. Okay. Amazing. And, if you go, and if you go to Long Island, uh, it's called Malinaria and Hewlett. Okay, getting to the Giants game today on Saturday. And then I'm going, actually going to We bought tickets. We're going to so it's going to be exciting. Now I'm a little worried about wearing a Giants jersey, but uh, we'll we'll worry about that. Are you going to wear any
0: kind of protection?
6: Uh, no, 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 Sal. We're just going to go. Hopefully we will be okay with the Eagles fans, but probably not. We'll probably get beer dumped on us, but yeah. Know, whatever. Beware go.
0: beware of flying batteries. Yeah, and beer too. That's probably a popular drink to get tossed on you.
6: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I agree with you. If the Giants don't run the ball and and, and they don't use that clock, you know what and they they have to they have to mix up between run and pass because if not, and if Daniel Johnson has to pass the ball, that Eagle team is explosive. Except if, you know, what's the name is that not injured, uh the quarterback and uh hurts it, it's it, it's gonna it hurts. They have they have to use the clock to their advantage. Because if they don't do that, and if they go three outs, one, two, three, that team, that, that Philadelphia team is tough. And you know they tell they had two weeks to prepare for the Giants this time. And you know you know you prepare for two weeks. It's a lot easier than not going week to week. But the Giants have. A well, they didn't have they weeks.
0: didn't have two weeks to prepare for the Giants because they didn't know they would be playing the Giants.
6: Right, but I'm saying they have been off for two weeks. They've been off for two weeks, so they 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 could have looked at it both ways. One week looking to play against the Cowboys
4: or
1: vice mm-hmm.
6: versa, whoever they have to fight. But the Giants have to play with no they have to play a perfect game with no interceptions, no fumbles, and they're just gonna play – they gotta use the clock. so if they don't use the clock, I can see it I can see it being another blowout what happened uh, back here on Giants Stadium.
0: Well that is their thing, Mitchell. They don't thank you for the call, they don't beat themselves. So obviously, going into this game against a team that is better than they are, or at least better record-wise and has been better and more talented than they are, going into that game, if you're the Giants, you obviously cannot make mistakes. The Giants have such little wiggle room. There's a small margin for error with them, and it's been like that all year long. They cannot make mistakes, but they don't. They don't beat themselves. That's why they've had some success. If they start fumbling the football, interceptions, then the game, their game plan gets away from them. They need to control the football, drive the football, chew the clock, shorten up the game, keep things close. You know, and obviously take control of the crowd early on would be beneficial. You know the keys for this team winning the the game. But it does start with not being able to beat themselves. And look, you could say the same thing. Oh, oh, it's the key is to win the turnover battle. Yeah, I mean, right. Thank you. I was not aware of that. Oh, so you mean turnovers are no good? You, you want to make sure you win that battle. You want to have any turnovers, but you'd like to, as a defense, create turnovers, right? Oh, okay, that's how it works. But Philadelphia might be able to get away with a couple of picks from Jalen Hurts because they have the talent to overcome it. The Giants cannot. Not at this point. their rebuild that's the difference so yeah it's obvious that no team would want to lose the turnover battle but the giants you'll know that they're not having their a game if they beat themselves and make mistakes because that's something that they just don't do it's your turn to cause trouble (laughs) call
2: the fan at 877-337-6666 powered
0: by superbook sports visit superbook.com Oh, I love this song. LL. Salakata back on the fan going to 5 a.m. CeeLo is in for Jerry, Al, and CeeLo have the warm-up show for you. We'll take your calls until then, 877-337-6666. I was just talking to CeeLo out in the newsroom about this, um, you know, the Boomer uh, event here, the bike tour. And he confirmed it is an actual, legitimate 40 miles through five boroughs. What? I don't even want to drive through the five boroughs. It's not that I don't think I can physically handle it. I guess I could. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big bike rider like that. But 40 miles? How long does that take? Are we talking we're committed for the whole day here? Do I got to hang out with BT for 40 miles? Is that how this works? I don't know if I could handle that. I mean, for charity... All right, I get it. But damn, that is a lot. How do I even know where I'm going? Is there a map? Do I get a compass? Is it one of those things? I mean, am I going to be provided with a helmet? I have a lot of questions that are unanswered here. But the general basis of it, 40 miles through five boroughs. Whoa. Dominic is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Dominic? Hey Sal, how are you? How are you, Dominic? I miss you Sunday night, bro. Well, uh, I think I'm gonna be back after the Super Bowl. Not not that night, but the night after, I think. Okay. Even know, eventually, named- eventually I'm supposed to come on uh, back Sunday nights, but I gotta figure <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Uh, I get you, bro. Let me ask
7: there was a guy named Brian that actually worked that night.
0: Yeah, Brian but- McKeon.
7: Yeah, no, nah, he, he can't touch his shoes, bro. Well, I mean, who can? I've been listening to you for a while now. There's no way, yeah. Uh, they're better off going silent without the guy, Brian.
0: Well, all right. <laughs> you know, like, Brian, take it up with him, whatever he's on, which I'm not sure on that. Maybe, maybe no, try no, God's no, on I, that? I get it. Yeah.
7: I get it. He was trying to say, though, that Daniel Jones was maybe not even in the top 25 of the league. Well, and you know what? I know that this it's actually meed news because it made it on
0: Craig and uh, Evan. What's that? Oh, they were talking about McKeon saying that? Yeah. Well, I mean, then look, then I guess he did his job. Now, that's not my style. Like, I don't say things for a wow factor. That, to me, is lunacy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. As much as I've criticized Daniel Jones, there's no way that you can say that he's 25th right or whatever, there's 25 better quarterbacks in the league. Right. The
7: way he's been playing now, listen, I get it the, the last past few years, but the way he's been playing and the way he played in Minnesota, it just, I, I, as a diehard Giant fan, I would have never thought to. I said, when they picked him sixth, I said, there's no way this guy's going to be able to do this. Right. But he just, he, he stepped up and, and they Dable. I don't know, it's like a miracle for the Giant fans. <laughs>
0: Well, it's been, right. I mean, it, to, to the credit of the ownership, Dominic, and thank you for the call, and I appreciate the kind words, they said, and I thought it was comical, they've done everything they could to screw this kid up, and they're going to give him an opportunity here with a new coach, and, you know, obviously Dable and his staff, and they did give him that opportunity. I mean, I think a lot of us, obviously myself included, were fed up with Daniel Jones after watching him for three years. Inconsistent, struggle, this, that. And I always say, or used to say, if you have to think about it, is he the guy? Oh, maybe he is. Nah, I don't know. You know, some things yes, some things no. If you have to think about it like that, then he's not. But Daniel Jones has proven that with patience. Those things can change. And not just with patience, with the right coaching staff around him. This would not be happening without Brian Dable. It wasn't just like, poof, a light switch goes off and Daniel Jones figured it out. This is Brian Dable teaching and coaching and putting Jones in a position to succeed and maximizing Daniel Jones' ability. Now, Jones deserves a ton of credit. But this is Brian Dable. Andrew's calling from Florham Park. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Sal. You go to the gym, right?
2: So yes. you're in halfway decent shape. Yes. I, uh, 40 miles on the bike is going to take you about three hours. I mean, the Now, is that straight through? Be,
0: is that straight through or is that what stops?
2: Well, if you do 15 miles an hour, which is like pretty leisurely, I mean, it, that's, that's 45 miles in three hours.
0: You know the city. Well, that too. The undercarriage there is not. I mean, I get from the Peloton for 15 minutes. It's like this is a problem here. I mean, I don't know if guys were meant to be riding bikes, honestly. No, no, it's not fun. You know what I mean? Those seats. Yeah, those seats can't be soft enough. Like, there's no cushioning. It just doesn't work. It doesn't fit right. So that's another issue. And then my other question is this. What do you think is going to be tougher? 40 miles through five boroughs. And by the way, you know the city traffic. Like, are we riding in specific bike lanes? Like, do I got to know what I'm doing? Because I don't. When I used to ride a bike in the city, the couple times I did it when I lived in Manhattan, I almost got killed. I got scared. So I was like, I put that bike away. I'm only riding in the, you know, where where cars can't go. So are cars going to be around here? I mean, is that going to be an issue? Well, you know, and I work with a couple of Chinese restaurants and pick up some extra bucks on the way out there. Yeah, right. Might as well become a delivery guy. And then the other thing that I have, and thanks for the call, Andrew. Appreciate the advice. You know, what's going to be more challenging? 40 miles through five boroughs on an uncomfortable bike seat or hanging out with BT all day? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, and I really do ap- appreciate the invite, and it is something cool that I would be honored to be a part of. But I don't know if I could handle that. That's a lot. Not that I couldn't do it, because you're right. I do happen to attend the gym. You know, I'm proud of myself, not just because I'm going to the gym now and I've got myself a little bit back in shape and I could start to feel the benefits, but it, it's helping me be better on the air. My energy is better. My sleep pattern is better, all the above. But I'm proud because I've done it with this overnight schedule, which is something that was a challenge that uh, I wasn't sure I could overcome. Because I've been doing the overnights for almost two years, right? It'll be two years in April. And since then, I have not been able to go to the gym consistently and work out and eat right and all that stuff. And, you know, the pandemic was involved. We had, My wife and I had a baby, so there's a lot that was going into it. But trying to adjust to the schedule, I, I just never felt right. I didn't have the energy to get up and go to the gym. And I didn't. I, I started to think it wasn't possible. And then I just, you know, with the help of some scheduling changes, whether I'm doing the Sundays with Moose or whatever, which frees me from, you know, I get a normal sleep Sunday night into Monday, I go to the gym Monday morning, and I start the week off the right way. It has helped. And now, like even when I go home today, I'll sleep at six, wake up at noon, and you know, basically try to knock the cobwebs off and get myself ready and go to the gym 12, 15, 12, 30, work out for about an hour, come back, shower, get ready, and go to work. And that's it's it's that's a lot. But it is to me of high importance to be able to take care of my my body because it helps me mentally just all of the above. Um apparently they do shut down the roads here. So that's big news. I'm getting these texts the updates from Gio who would know because he did this in 2019 um, when he was in shape. Wow and he's got to get back in shape to do it again. You know, obviously he's he's got no he's got to do it. There is no And now if I back out, I'm going to look bad and I don't necessarily want to do that. And I love this station and I love being a teammate and I love being asked. Because how many times over the years, like, oh, you don't want to include me in things? Cool. Yeah, you guys go do it. Oh, you having another softball game? You don't want to invite me? So I like being invited and included. But it's going to suck. At least they shut the roads down. So there's a clear map and path which I'm assuming, and it is going to be a challenge. We'll see. Talk about a challenge. Maybe if I'm off for the week, that's a Sunday, so I definitely have to be off that Monday at least. Uh, Then I have to ask my wife. You know, you know how that goes. What are you doing, a bike tour? You gonna be gone all day on a Sunday after you worked all week? Yeah, but it's for charity. Well, I understand that, but you're never home as it is. Who's going on this bike tour? Any girls? No, what are you talking about? You think I got time for that? Then you see my schedule? Do they provide the the bikes? I mean they have to, right? You would assume. I don't know. I'll TBD. I'll have to talk with Gio off the air. Actually, one invite that I am not turning down, Gio invited me to go to the Islander game. Is it next Friday already? Next Friday. So I'll be hanging out with him next Friday at the Islander game. And maybe I'll get the, uh, get the, the info there and can make a, an informed decision on this. That's a good point, too. What if it's raining out? What if I commit to it and it's raining day of? No way. And I don't know what's worse, the 40 miles through the five boroughs on the bike or the extra than 50 miles it's going to take me to get back home. And I got to bring my own bike. Uh Uh-oh. You might be on your own, BT. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Fleegs, as always, for helping us out. We'll be back again tomorrow, same place, same time, 1 a.m. on a football Friday ahead of this huge matchup with the Giants and Eagles on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, the warm-up show with Alan CeeLo. That's coming up next.
2: Sports Radio, 101.9 FM.